Welcome to A Great Big City News, Episode 6. Today, Groundhog Day, The Raven is published, and Waze navigates the tunnels. Visit agreatbigcity.com support to learn how to support New York City local news. If you are a New York-based business and would be interested in sponsoring our podcast, visit agreatbigcity.com advertising to learn more. 74 years ago, on February 1st, 1945, the north tube of the Lincoln Tunnel opens to traffic. The second oldest of three Lincoln Tunnel tubes, construction began in 1936 but was delayed by World War II. The north tube is the shortest of the Lincoln Tunnel tubes since it exits one avenue earlier in Manhattan. With February on the horizon, we turn our eyes toward the Staten Island Zoo, where Staten Island Chuck will be preparing for Groundhog Day. At 7 a.m. on Saturday, February 2nd, Chuck will make his prediction on whether winter will continue or if spring is on the way. Chuck, or Charles G. Hogg, has had some difficult encounters with mayors over the recent years, biting Mayor Bloomberg and suffering a fall from the hands of de Blasio. It's also difficult to even pin down which Chuck will make an appearance this year. As the male retired years ago, a female named Charlotte suffered an early death after being dropped by de Blasio, and the New York Post reports that a second female hog named Charlotte died in September 2018 of kidney disease. Staten Island Chuck is just one of many local Groundhog Day celebrities, sharing the spotlight with Malvern Mel and Holtzville Howe on Long Island, Dunkirk Dave in western New York, and Buffalo Bert in Buffalo. 173 years ago, on January 29, 1845, The Raven by Edgar Allan Poe was first published in the New York Evening Mirror. The poem was highly regarded upon publication, with the Evening Mirror stating that it would, quote, stick in the minds of everybody who reads it, unquote. Indeed, it does stick in the memory and it has become one of the most famous pieces of poetry ever written. During the time The Raven was written, Edgar Allan Poe lived in various locations across the city, most of which have been torn down as the city has multiplied in size since the 1840s. Part of West 84th Street is named after Poe, where you can also find competing plaques claiming two different locations for where his home once stood. According to a detailed study of historic maps by ManhattanPass.com, it seems that the home stood almost directly on the south side of West 84th Street, just past the section of street now named for Edgar Allan Poe. In the New York Daily Tribune from November 1845, Wiley and Putnam offered a printing of a collection of poems by Edgar Allan Poe for 31 cents, or about $8.30 today. After surviving since 1984 in the East Village, world-famous St. Mark's Comics will be closing in February. They'll be hosting a store emptying sale beginning Thursday, January 31st at 11 a.m. Stop by 11 St. Mark's Place in the East Village before February to try and track down those last hard-to-find Desert Storm trading cards. The store previously ran a fundraising campaign in October 2017 that only raised $1,200. The Port Authority announced that Bluetooth beacons from the mapping company Waze have been installed in city tunnels. The Waze Beacons program installs the small transmitters along underground tunnels to help improve traffic data and routing when GPS signals are unavailable. The beacons are now installed in the Holland Tunnel, Lincoln Tunnel, Queens Midtown Tunnel, and the Brooklyn Battery Tunnel. 
The beacons use an open-source, Bluetooth, low-energy beacon format called Eddystone, which is the same technology that Google beacons use to advertise URLs to nearby mobile devices. Google bought Waze in 2013 for $966 million. In episode 5 of the podcast, I told you how Andy Byford of the MTA was putting a halt to subway car deliveries from Bombardier. In less than a week, it has been announced that Bombardier will resume subway car deliveries to New York City after manufacturing problems caused a temporary halt in deliveries. Bombardier has delivered about half of the initial 300 cars ordered by the MTA, and in addition to manufacturing defects, the delivery schedule is now years behind. With Waze attempting to add GPS to the tunnels and Bombardier delivering subway cars with manufacturing defects, Lime Scooter made their case in Midtown, but offered no real solutions on how they intend to keep city streets clear of scooter clutter if they do indeed launch in the city. Lime debuted a larger 40-pound scooter that was built to endure a New York City setting, but the issue still stands as to whether the larger scooters will even fit on the city streets and where riders will ride them, whether in the streets or on the sidewalk. New York City's crowded sidewalks, especially in Manhattan, are a unique challenge that has not been solved by Lime in other cities. A Great Big City has been running a 24-hour news feed since 2011, but the AGBC News Podcast is just getting started and we need your support. A Great Big City is built on going past clickbait headlines and digging deep into news and how it relates to the history of the city. We offer straightforward, honest, and factual explanation of the news. Individuals can make a one-time or monthly contribution at agreatbigcity.com support, and local businesses can have a lasting impact by supporting local news while promoting products or services directly to interested customers listening to this podcast. Visit agreatbigcity.com advertising to learn more. With your support, you can guarantee that a great big city will be here to tell New York's future generations about the weather predictions of Staten Island Chuck. Park of the Day Havemeyer Playground in the Bronx, a triangle-shaped park near the Cross Bronx Expressway in Unionport, Bronx. Features a playground, basketball court, and spray shower. Located at the Cross Bronx Expressway and Havemeyer Avenue, and has been a city property since January 31, 1946. It's a bit too cold to play a game of basketball at Havemeyer Playground this weekend, so instead check out a Parks Department rec center. Starting next week on February 3rd, New York City Parks will be holding their rec center open house week. Everyone is welcome to try out any of Manhattan's 13 recreation facilities that have exercise equipment, swimming pools, sports fields, and a calendar full of classes like Zumba, yoga, and water aerobics. The Parks Department rec centers offer a fantastic alternative to gyms and at a fraction of the cost. The most you would pay is just $150 for one year, which is about $12.50 per month. There are discounts for people young and old, veterans, and people with disabilities. You even get a 10% discount if you have a New York City identification card. Now let's check in and see what concerts our robot friend will be venturing out into the cold to see this weekend on the concert calendar. This is the AGBC concert calendar for the upcoming week. Bring Me the Horizon, The Fever 333, and Thrice are playing the Hammerstein Ballroom in Midtown on Wednesday, January 30th starting at 7 p.m. Infected Mushroom is playing the Brooklyn Bowl in Williamsburg on Wednesday, January 30th at 8 p.m. Igloo Ghost, 
Amru, and Dasachira are playing elsewhere in Bushwick on Wednesday, January 30 at 8 p.m. Brass Tracks, Pell, and Kimba are playing Brooklyn Steel and Greenpoint on Thursday, January 31 at 8 p.m. White Rope, Upsetter, Blood Blush, and Amin are playing Alphaville in Bushwick on Thursday, January 31 at 8 p.m. Side Baxter, Long Neck, Keep Score, and Benchmark are playing Gold Sounds Bar in Bushwick on Friday, February 1 at 7 p.m. Ted Leo, Slingshot Dakota, and Supernatural Psycho are playing the Brooklyn Bazaar in Greenpoint on Friday, February 1 at 8 p.m. Poppy is playing Irving Plaza in Union Square on Saturday, February 2nd at 7 p.m. The Roots are playing the Highline Ballroom at the final Highline Ballroom show on Tuesday, February 5th at 8 p.m. Thanks for listening. Find more fun things to do at agreatbigcity.com slash events. If you're a street artist who wants to paint without keeping an eye out for the cops, or if you just have an idea for a joyful mural, the New York City Department of Transportation is searching for artists to brighten up some of the city's concrete surfaces. Submit your idea for a piece of public art by February 15th and you may be selected to receive up to $12,000 for the project. Visit nyc.gov dotart for more info. The extreme highs and lows for this week in weather history, record high of 69 degrees on January 29, 2002, and a record low of negative 3 degrees on February 2, 1881. The weather for the week ahead is mixed precipitation throughout the week with high temperatures rising to 55 degrees on Tuesday. Thanks for listening to A Great Big City News. Follow along 24 hours a day on social media at A Great Big City or email contact at A Great Big City with any news, feedback, suggestions, or corrections. If you enjoy the show, subscribe and leave a review wherever you're listening and visit agreatbigcity.com slash podcast to see show notes and extra links for each episode. Thank you and enjoy your week.